the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Welcome. You ready to talk about race and wisdom? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Right here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of D.C. and Pennsylvania, West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. And, of course, online I can see you, or you can at least see me on my Facebook Live page, my YouTube page, and, of course, on WAVA 105.1 FM right here out of Arlington, Virginia, around the world on WAVA.com. Well, today is Wisdom Wednesday, and if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we kick it off with Marriage Mondays. Tough Topic Tuesdays, that was yesterday. Wisdom Wednesdays, that's today. Tomorrow's Theological Thursday, and then we end the week with Open Phone-In Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And then Saturday nights, we have a special episode at 7 p.m. that you also don't want to miss. It is a call-in talk show, and my phone number is 888-432-7434. Today is Wisdom Wednesday, and we're talking about uh, the wisdom of black history from a white man's perspective. Yesterday we had Pastor Scott Garber. Tomorrow we have uh, Dr. Joel Freeman. But today we have Dr. Richard Harris, who I'm going to introduce in just a moment. You're not going to want to miss today's show. But before we get going, let me bow for a short word of prayer so we can commit our time to the Lord. Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for technology and the opportunity we have to have conversation uh, that helps us build bridges of reconciliation. Would you be so kind today to uh, give us wisdom uh, so we know how we can be bridge builders in all of the uh, divides that are around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. Well, if you do want to join the conversation today, let me give you our phone number. Just remember the word bridge. That may help you out. 888-43-BRIDGE. All right? 888-43-BRIDGE. Or if you want the digits, here they are. 888-432-7434. Did you get it? All right. Sounds good. Well, I am so happy today to have a good friend who's going to be hanging out with me on the show today, Dr. Richard C. Harris, having served as senior pastor for 31 years in Illinois, Indiana, and Florida. He now serves as an associate pastor at a historic African-American church in Bartow, Florida. 
He's also a professor in the Department of Communication at Southeastern University in Lakeland, Florida, having taught speech and persuasion at Purdue University and Spring Arbor University previously. Dr. Harris is well known for his pre-Christian days when he served as the leader of the largest underground terrorist organization in the Midwestern U.S. for several years in the 70s. We also know that organization as the Ku Klux Klan. In 1978, he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, but he documents those experiences in his book, One Nation Under Curse. He also has an award-winning book in 2012 under, under that same name, and so if you want to get to know him more, make sure you pick up that book, One Nation Under Curse. And you can find out more about Dr. Harris on his website, thinkspeakpersuade.com. Dr. Harris, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. Anderson. How are you today, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Good to uh, good to talk with you, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for inviting me uh, on Wisdom Wednesday. That's right. Well, we know where to go to get some wisdom, you know, besides the Word of God. <laughs> if I want some wisdom on racial reconciliation, I come knocking at your door. <laughs> We're <laughs> so glad you're hanging out with me today. You know, this week I wanted to highlight Black History Month, but from a white man's perspective. Dr. Harris, I believe that uh, the bookends, as you may have heard me say before, are the white man and the black man, and then the white woman and the black woman inside those books and many other books in the middle. But if we could ever get the white man and the black man to come together in this country, I think a lot of bridges could be built. So that's you and me right now. We are the bookends, and God has called us together in unity because of the Lord Jesus Christ. But I want my listeners to hear about black history, why it's important from the voice of a white man. So my white listeners are encouraged, my black listeners are encouraged, and then Asian, Hispanic, and so many others who are trying to figure it out. We seldomly get to hear from a white man on these topics. That's why I wanted to highlight you today. So why don't we start with this? Would you be so kind to tell me why you believe that white folk ought to embrace Black History Month not the month so much, but the idea of black history. Well, Dr. Anderson, in in America, I grew up in the public school system of America. And honestly, the history taught in most of our schools, and it still is, not, not only back in the 60s and the 70s when I was going to school, but it was it was a white person's history. Mm. I literally learned about maybe two African American uh, figures in American history, and mm. that was it. And that was uh, maybe a whole page of uh, the history textbook was devoted to African Americans, mm. and yet, and yet. When we look at the fact that African Americans are roughly 13% of the population even now, we think of all the, the, the different uh, historical figures that are African American, uh, and yet they're, they're all gone. They're, they're not in our history books. Mm. One of the courses that I teach here at uh, Southeastern University, one of the courses is uh, interracial communication. Mm. And uh, I designed that course along with my colleague, who is an African-American professor here. We both happen to be associate professors at the same African-American uh, church. Mm -hmm. And so we, we've been good friends for about 15 years. 
and we designed this course, Interracial Communication. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we teach in that uh, is not only just a communication course, but we teach uh, a basic history of the United States and talking about African Americans as well as uh, Hispanics and Asians and, you know, mm. and we show, and, and the, thing, the thing about it is all of our students, uh, we, we're, we're, we come to understand what the, the response is, is going to be. Almost every, every semester it's the same. Mm. All of our students, no matter whether they're white, black, Hispanic, Asian, it doesn't matter. All of our students come back at us with, why have we not mm. been taught this before now? Wow. And they're very they're angry. They're not angry at Dr. Stevens or I. They're angry at basically their upbringing and why mm. has no one told them about that? That's why ah. uh, one reason why Black History Month is so important. Uh, simply because you know, and I know I hear some I hear white people say, "Well, what, when's White History Month?" Right. Well, you know right. what? White History Month is twelve months out of the year. That's right. Uh, so, that's right. You know, well, you be, know, that's when it is. Well, it'd be really interesting to hear exactly what you teach in that course. As soon as I get back from the commercial break, I'm going to ask you a little bit about the course. What is it that you're teaching that makes those kids say, "Wow, I've been missing this," and why do you think we've been missing it? And do you think we ought to integrate it into our school system today? We'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Hey friends, guess how old Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is? 10 years old as of March 1st. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw a birthday party on February 29th. It's leap day. It's Saturday. It's from 6 to 9. It's going to be in Columbia, Maryland. And I want to invite you to my party. It's free. I want you to come, okay? Can you hang out with me? I want to meet you, greet you. I'm going to show you the studio. We're going to eat some food, listen to a Latin band. It's going to be a fun time. All you got to do is go to EmbraceGracism.com and register there. Or go to AndersonSpeaks.com. Send me an email. We'll register for you. Just make sure you put it on your calendar. February 29th, 2020, hanging out with the doc. I can't wait to see you. All the time. I've tried about every diet. I lose 10 pounds. That's it. I want to lose 30 pounds or more.
more. At Wellness Weight Loss Center, we know that nothing motivates like results, and our success proves it. You will lose weight and keep it off. Guaranteed. Fast and safe weight loss strategies, all directed by a physician. Take your weight loss journey with us and lose 15, 20, 50 pounds or more. Schedule your free consultation today. Your weight loss guaranteed at wellnessweightlosscenter.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. And I'll bring you voices that you might not normally uh, get on uh, this station or on the radio or anywhere. And that is these bridge-building voices trying to help us with regard to reconciliation. I've got the former uh, KKK Grand Dragon of Indiana from many, many years ago who is now turned pastor, a believer, teacher, professor, and friend of mine uh, out of Florida on the line today, Dr. Richard Harris. He is uh, the author of the book, One Nation Under Curse. And I wanted to have uh, the black history conversation with my white male friends this week. And so he's one of the top ones I've chosen. And Dr. Uh, Harris, you said that when college kids take your course on interracial communication, whether they're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, they all kind of come back to you and the other professor saying, wow, no one's taught this to us before. And they're a bit uh, uh, angry about that. Tell me why. Well, before you tell me why, tell me what are some of the key things that you might be teaching them that many do not know when it comes to black history? Well, one of the things that we we emphasize is we we talk about uh, race and where the whole idea of race came from and how it originated, mm-hmm. uh, that it's not biological, it's a social construct, uh-huh. and that's something completely new to most of our students. Mm-hmm. Also, we get into the Civil War and uh, the whole idea of slavery, Mm -hmm. Uh, we get into the reasons behind the Civil War, and we look at the succession documents from the Confederate states that seceded from uh, the United States, and we actually read them because many times uh, our students have been taught that well, the Civil War was was not fought over slavery. It was fought over states' rights. And they hear this rhetoric. Uh, mm. But then we, we bring up the actual documents and say, here, just read one of them. You don't even wow. have to read all of them. Read one of them wow. and tell us why do they say they, they, uh, they broke off from the United States. And it was in slavery is like right there on the front page. Ah. Uh, and it's, it's very obvious. We talk about um, – we talk about lynching. Uh, we talk about uh, the Jim Crow laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, this semester, we're going to bring in, we're going to bring in a guest speaker, and uh, she's uh, she's an older lady from uh, an elderly lady from our church, but she was one of uh, the 
the first five African Americans who integrated uh, the school system here in Polk County, Florida, uh-huh. uh, way back when, and there were there were there was her and there was four other African Americans, and then there was about 600 whites, huh. and uh, she she's going to come and talk about. Uh, her experiences and what that was like, uh, uh-huh. because because the, you know the students, the college students today, they they have no idea. They've grown up with integrated schools, and they just they really think that's the way it always has been. Mm-hmm. And this just really opens their eyes to find out how how things actually were uh, in the 50s and the 60s and and even Interesting. before. Now, uh, Southeastern University is not a H, uh, HBCU, right? It's not a historically oh, black. Oh, no, no. That's what uh, surprises me in that you may get that if you go to a historically uh, black college or university, but to go to a college or university like yours and to hear uh, this kind of uh, teaching is probably jarring for uh, many of the kids. Why do you think they are not getting this in their elementary or middle school or high school? Well, across course, the country. You know, we're, right, yeah. Uh, we're, we're down in the Deep South, and you could, you could actually kind of expect that they wouldn't get that kind of uh, teaching down in the, the Deep South simply because of the history and all. Uh, but the thing is, uh, the, uh, the daughters of the, uh, the Civil War veterans and all the associations, the yeah. uh, they, they put up such... Uh, and you know a front to uh, uh, to to rewrite the Civil War history. Uh, they are you know they're responsible for many of the Confederate uh, statues that have gone up. That's been in the news the last few years. Mm. Uh, many of them uh, went up in the 1920s during the height of uh, the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, more went up in the 50s during the start of the Civil Rights Movement, but Many people don't understand that the monuments are one thing, but what they really did that had an impact on America clear across the, in every state was they, they emphasized uh, textbooks, uh, public school textbooks, mm-hmm. and they influenced them. And they started down in the south, in the deep south, where they were – it was easy to do, but then textbook companies – are nationwide. They don't just sell textbooks down in the South. Right. They, they want to sell textbooks across the board. And so when uh, the Southern states would say, no, we don't want your textbook because we don't think you're, you're, you're not teaching slavery the way we want it taught, uh-huh. uh, then they, they eventually ended up buckling. And uh, so for years, many of the textbooks have just kind of glossed over uh, Mm. some of these things. Wow. Let me give the number out in case somebody wants to join us right now. My number is 888-432-7434 if you have a question for Dr. Richard Harris or myself. We're talking about black history from a white man's perspective and a professor from college, 888-432-7434. Let's uh, go back to your history a little bit when you were Grand Dragon of the KKK for the state of Indiana. Tell us a little bit about how you got involved in the Ku Klux Klan, Dr. Harris. Well, I was I grew up in uh, Indiana. Indiana has a long history with the Ku Klux Klan. I was actually born 
in a hospital that was built by the Ku Klux Klan. Mm. Uh, and this is Indiana. This is not the Deep South. Mm. Uh, so that's how strong the Klan really was and is, for that matter, in, in that state. Mm. And I grew up uh, being picked on, bullied. I was the little uh, skinny runt that got his got the lunch money taken away uh, on the mm-hmm. playground every day. And I just grew up very angry, and I wanted to somehow get even with people. Uh, I wanted to have power over somebody because everyone seemed to have power over me. Mm. And I grew up in a white, uh, totally segregated public school until – middle school and in sixth grade our school desegregated and that was when i looked at african-american kids that were being bussed into my school and i thought here's a group that maybe i can pick on and that's exactly what i started doing so Mm. i started bullying them Mm. and pretty soon i had a reputation well the the clan the clan heard that i was doing this and they started watching me and taking interest in me. So when I was 16 years old, uh, the Klan came along and found me hmm. and said, hey, uh, we kind of like you to join us. And so they that, recruited you. At that you. stage, I was ready to join anybody, hmm. and it sounded good. So they recruited you good. actively as a sort of an evangelistic thing. They looked for you, found you, and then recruited you into the organization. Oh, absolutely. And they, they promised me the same thing uh, that they, they promise people today, uh, and the same thing gangs uh, promise people, uh, you know, hey, we're going to be your family, we're going to take care of you, we're going to protect you, we're going to be mm. your friends. Uh, and, you know, that's what I was looking for. I was, I was the stereotypical kind of lone, uh, lone ranger, you know, lonely, uh, mm-hmm. my you know, my mother had passed away when I was 14. My dad was running two businesses, so I hardly ever saw him. My brothers were older and married and out of the house. I was just, I was mm. there all alone. Wow. And they knew that, and they, they pounced on it, and they said, yeah, we're going to get him. And uh, they also saw in me uh, some leadership qualities. I was mm. a good public speaker, and they said, maybe we can make this guy into one of our leaders, and they started grooming me huh. for a leadership position right off the bat. Wow. For some people, they may not even know who the Ku Klux Klan is. Can you tell us who the Ku Klux Klan is, and are they still in existence today? They are still in existence, and actually they're growing and growing stronger. They started right after the uh, end of the Civil War. They were started by some of the defeated Confederate uh, generals, mm. and uh, they they started, and soon they were uh, they felt that the uh, the former slaves uh, now had been emancipated. They thought that they were getting out of line, and so they basically started. Uh, as a terrorist organization terrorizing uh, the former slaves, mm. uh, they they kind of died down a little bit uh, towards the end of the 1800s. Mm. But then at the beginning of the 1900s, they had a resurgence. And in 1920, literally millions of uh, Americans were part of this terrorist organization. Mm. Uh, they proceeded to uh, carry out murders and lynchings. Uh, and then they, they died down a little bit in the 40s, uh, mainly because of World War, the Depression and World War II. Uh, 
Uh, but then when the civil rights movement started in the 50s, the Klan got another resurgence mm-hmm. and, uh, and was, was strong during the civil rights movement. And then they kind of went underground a little bit, but in the last 10 years, they have shown uh, they, they they've shown themselves to be becoming back stronger than ever. Uh, well, when we get back in just a couple of minutes, I want to talk to you about the modern day Ku Klux Klan. You don't necessarily see them with uh, a robe and uh, with a hood on anymore, uh, but uh, they're still around. And so I want to hear from you what they look like and what are they focusing on uh, these days. In addition, I want to find out, uh, I want my listeners to hear what it's like for you when I took you through the African-American Museum of Art and History uh, with one of our civil rights leaders together, a black woman, Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, and a white former (laughs) Grand Dragon of the KKK. And together we went through there and we saw that paraphernalia. I'll never forget it. I even took a picture of it. Let me run to my commercial break now. And when we get back, let's talk more about the Klan. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. They're at the start before the beginning of time. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BOOST to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BOOST to 88988. That's B-O-O-S-T to 88988. Did you know that older furnaces were 60% efficient when new? Now they may only be 40% efficient. You're paying for a new furnace with wasted dollars every month. A-Action is offering zero down, zero interest for 18 months on high-efficiency furnaces for as little as $49 a month at aactionhomeservices.com, 703-922-1900. A-Action, 703-922-1900. Problem solved. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Listen to Turning Point with David Jeremiah weeknights at 9 on Talk Radio for the whole family. WAVA. PowerPoint with Jack Graham is on life-changing talk radio 105.1 FM WAVA weekday mornings at 930. 
This statement is not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Individual results will vary. If you tried to lose weight and failed, it wasn't your fault. According to leading medical experts, when we cut back on how much we eat, our body shifts into survival mode, reducing our metabolism and making us even hungrier. But now, a breakthrough discovery that helps you fight food cravings is available without a prescription. Riduzone uses your body's natural appetite control, a molecule called OEA, to break that cycle. Riduzone is the only product that contains OEA. I've lost 75 pounds using Riduzone. My husband has lost 50 pounds using Riduzone. Riduzone has made it so that we eat less food, and it has taken away the cravings that we used to have. Riduzone has made it so that I can lose the weight without feeling hungry. Go to Riduzone.com. Use promo code today to save up to 65% off your order. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Save up to 65% and get free shipping by using promo code today at Riduzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. It's Wisdom Wednesday, and we're talking about the wisdom of black history from a white man's perspective. I've got Dr. Richard Harris with me. He's the author of the book, One Nation Under Curse. You can find uh, the book, and you can find more about Dr. Harris uh, on online just amazing uh work he has done thinkspeakpersuade.com he's a professor at southeastern university and associate pastor at a historically black church in florida and uh before i take your calls let me give you the phone number and talk to dr harris about his experience at the african-american museum of uh, art and history in washington dc uh the phone number is 888-432-7434 uh, Michael and Romeo, hang on for one second. Dr. Harris, what was that experience like for you? Well, it was a very moving experience for me and for everyone that was there with us, uh, Dr. Anderson, uh, in our party, I think. Uh, to be there with uh, with a, a civil rights worker who had uh, you know, marched and fought for civil rights in the 60s, uh, it was uh, it was uh, um, amazing. It was uh, kind of odd. Some of the some of the robes that we saw uh, uh, hanging there in that museum, uh, I have the exact same robe uh, yeah. at home, yeah. uh, and that was uh, that was kind of shocking to me. That uh, when I realized that yeah, that was it. But it was it was an amazing thing. It was a it was an eye opener. Uh, for me, because it just reminded me of how much of how much of life that I had really turned a blind eye to mm. uh, in my years growing up and all, and how much more uh, that I needed to learn and needed to understand. But it was a it was a, a it was a good experience, and it was one that I I talk about quite often when I'm out speaking. I have to see if I can find the picture I took of both of you there. Of course, we all p- paused to pray there, uh, but I'll have to find that picture, maybe post it on my Facebook, because it really is a picture of healing, of reconciliation, of hurt, uh, and of our collective histories. When we talk about the Ku Klux Klan, what do they look like today? Well, you know, one of the things I do whenever I'm out speaking now is uh, I ask people that very same question. Uh, what does the Klan look like? Uh, how would you recognize a Klansman? Because we have these, we have this stereotype of a Klansman in our mind uh, that they're they're all they all live in the South and they're 
you know, country uh, bumpkins that right. don't know anything. Uh, no, I show a picture of the Tiki Torch marchers uh, at uh, Charlottesville. Uh huh. Yeah. And you look at that picture, and I'll tell you what—that's a scary. Those are scary pictures. Uh, these are young, well-dressed, educated white men mm. who are wearing polo shirts and carrying tiki torches. That's the Ku Klux Klan of today. Uh, that's the neo-Nazis of today. Uh, they, I, I guarantee you, a lot of them have uh, mm. Klan robes in their closets, but that's not what they were wearing. You, you would see these same students uh, walking on any campus in wow. America today. Wow. And that's, that's the thing that we need to remember is uh, the Klan is still there. It's growing, and it is a secret organization. Uh-huh. So, so they're, they're not necessarily going to come out and say, hey, guess what? I'm a Klansman. Mm. Uh, but they can be your neighbor, and they can be uh, sitting in the classroom next to you. Uh, so so that's that's what we need to be aware of is that the, the Klan is still very much alive uh, now. Well, and uh, whether whether they're neo-Nazi, whether they're Klan, uh, you know, whatever group they want to go with, uh, they're still a, a threat to our society. Well, even in my listening audience here in Virginia, I mean, just think about on Martin Luther King's Martin Luther King's birthday holiday. There was a march for for guns, you know, in, in, in Virginia as well. And it's just like, wow. It just it's kind of like a, a punch in the gut, you know, this this man of nonviolence and civil rights. And that's the day they choose to march uh, right. for 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 guns. And and so it's just in gun rights. And so it's it's still here. It's just organized a bit a, a bit differently. Let me uh, let me run to the phone lines and talk to Michael, who's in Prince George's County, Maryland. Hey, Michael, thanks a lot for calling. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Thank you for allowing me to come on here. Um, and he's absolutely right there. Um, and, and hello to you gentlemen. I'm sorry yes, about that. welcome, yes. welcome. Yes, hello. Uh, yeah, so he's absolutely right. And not just mention, some of them are your Facebook friends. Some of them are, mm. uh, some of these guys, they have black friends. And rather if it's on Facebook or in person, they shake your hand, laugh with you, go out with you, then you find out that um, that they belong to these organizations. I have a few of them that I found out that was um, you know, part of the alt-right, um, mm. and I had to block them off Facebook. And I'm just like, you know, these are guys that I call my brothers. Mm. You understand what I mean? And and they came that close to me where, you know, um, uh, that, that you know, we're going out, hanging out, eating. And then when you, you know, you're on Facebook, we talk about these topics, and they're coming out with this crazy allergy, like, are you serious? So my, my question is is that because I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys I'm I'm a damaged man from a lot of racism and everything else like that and this hmm. and I'm just asking God Lord just help me with because you know even when I'm in church and you know people mean but mean well I go to a very diverse church I'm like you know I'm having trust issues hmm. because we always end up getting the back end of the stick like we trust okay we're gonna move forward do this whatever and then we end up having situations like this. You know the administration, the Trump sure. era. So then, what is your Stephen question? Miller. What is your question, question as you're is, dealing with that? That I, I can hear the hurt, actually, Michael, yeah. uh, in your in your voice. Is your question about trust? 
Yeah, like, you know, we got, okay, so my thing is, why don't they, uh, uh, you know, a lot of these white supremacists, neo-Nazis, why don't they Why don't they classify them as a terrorist group uh, just as they do ISIS, okay, because to me they're American version of ISIS, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, uh, why don't they classify them as a terrorist group? And I wonder, is it because so many of them, different places in the government mm. as well? I don't know. Well, so, you know what? It's, it's a good question. Let me do this. Let me... Uh, have you listen on the air? I've got to run to my break. When I get back, I'm going to have Dr. Harris uh, answer your question, and we'll even go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Romeo as well. So hold on. You're listening to, you're tuned into Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. We hear it all the time. I've tried about every diet. I lose 10 pounds. That's it. I want to lose 30 pounds or more. At Wellness Weight Loss Center, we know that nothing motivates like results. And our success proves it. You will lose weight and keep it off. Guaranteed. Fast and safe weight loss strategies, all directed by a physician. Take your weight loss journey with us and lose 15, 20, 50 pounds or more. Schedule your free consultation today. Your weight loss guaranteed at wellnessweightlosscenter.com. Hey, friends, guess how old Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is? 10 years old as of March 1st. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw a birthday party on February 29th. It's Leap Day. It's Saturday. It's from 6 to 9. It's going to be in Columbia, Maryland. And I want to invite you to my party. It's free. I want you to come, okay? Can you hang out with me? I want to meet you, greet you. I'm going to show you the studio. We're going to eat some food, listen to a Latin band. It's going to be a fun time. All you got to do is go to EmbraceGracism.com and register there. Or go to AndersonSpeaks.com. Send me an email. We'll register for you. Just make sure you put it on your calendar. February 29th, 2020, hanging out with the doc. I can't wait to see you. 
want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I've got Dr. Richard Harris hanging out with me, a former uh, KKK Grand Dragon of Indiana, uh, turned pastor, Christian pastor, and uh, leader, a professor, author. Uh, God is using him to build bridges of reconciliation as a white man. And the reason I say that is because it's Black History Month, and I'm focusing this week on black history from a white man's perspective. And bringing white men and black men together can help the entire country, uh, even those that are of other descents. Uh, but I have often said that the black man and the white man in America are the bookends, and all the other books in the middle could uh, definitely benefit uh, from that reconciliation. Dr. Harris, before the break, we were talking about uh, with our uh, last caller, Michael, about why white supremacy groups are not classified as terrorist organizations. And specifically, I think I heard personally he had some hurt about trusting people who are friends but yet have the same ideology. Right. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they are terrorists. Uh, they are uh, they are the America's original terrorist organization, mm. and uh, I I look at them as uh, terrorists. Uh, if you think about how, uh, for instance, ISIS, uh, how they recruit, how they radicalize. Uh, that's exactly what uh, the Ku Klux Klan has been doing. The scary thing about the Klan, the neo-Nazis, the different uh, far-right ideologies like that, extremist uh, ideologies, the, uh, the scary thing is that back in the 70s, I had to actually meet the people and radicalize them myself and recruit mm. them myself, whereas now – uh, people are being recruited over the Internet, mm -hmm. and sometimes people are being radicalized, and they haven't even met another person in the organization, yet they're joining, and they're, uh, they're being radicalized, and they're going out, and they're doing, and they're doing some, some of their deeds. So, uh, so, so yeah, uh, as far as trusting – uh, boy, I don't really have a great answer for that. Mm. Uh, obviously, with my background, it, it's hard for me also mm. uh, to to trust. Uh, and uh, you just have to you have to build a friendship, and you have to de determine whether or not this person really can be trusted and, mm. and is trustworthy. I try to keep an open mind uh, on right. it, and uh, you know because that helps me to build that relationship. But when I start seeing things uh, going uh, the wrong direction, uh, then that's the time to speak up, and that's the time to con you know ask them and confront them. Mm. And uh, sometimes it means going your separate ways right. uh, if if they if they won't change. Hmm. Yeah. Let's go to Romeo in Washington D.C. Hello, Romeo. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, Pastor. How you doing, Dr. Richardson? Uh, thanks for calling. Oh, yes. What's question. your comment or question today, sir? Uh, my question for uh, Dr. Richardson is, when he sees our president and his constituents wearing these mega hats 
what goes to his mind? Because as a black American, I wonder what period of time are they referring to? Are they referring to slavery? Are they referring to Jim Crow or the civil rights era? What part of time is that a good era for people of color like myself? So I just want to know your thoughts when you see that hat. Thank you, Romeo. So the MAGA hat, Make America Great Again, when was it great? What time are they looking back to? Uh, I would like to know, honestly, I... <laughs> I, I look back, you know, and having having taught, uh, uh, Ameri- you know, the history uh, in my interracial communication course, uh, I don't know because this nation was founded uh, on the principle of enslaving the black man. That you know, you can't deny that. Uh, 1619. You know, we just celebrated yeah. 400 years, uh, right. and. Uh, slavery may have ended, and for a lot of white people, they want to they want to say, "Oh well, slavery that was years ago. It's been over." It's but the the thing is, uh, I was just uh, I don't know who said it, but I I definitely agree with it. Uh, slavery has not ended; it's just evolved. Mm. Uh, it's evolved into new forms, and it went from uh, it went from slavery. It went into the the Jim Crow era. Uh, and there's there are still problems. That's mm-hmm. why I talk about uh, I, I use the term racial conciliation. I, I I'm hesitant to use the word reconciliation simply because I can't find a time uh, in the American mm. history when we were ever friends. Mm. So you can't reconcile if you've never really been friends. Right, right. Uh, we need to learn how to make friends with each other, and we need to learn how to build those bridges across those those racial lines. Mm. Carlos is in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Let's go there. Hello, Carlos. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hello. How are you guys? Great. Thanks. Taking my call. Good. Of course. Um, I just have a question. Um, uh, I'm Hispanic, so I want to know where is the Hispanic community in terms of racial issues? Um, do we have any information about it? Because most of the time we focus, and I know my brothers, you know, the, the black community has a history, but we are Hispanic, as Hispanic, we get hit a lot. So, <laughs> and we never, yeah. you know, I, I never hear this kind of stories maybe because my my people don't ever share anything or or we don't have a strong community that can fight against you but well you I, know I what i just want to know where we're standing in terms of you know defending our, our community i don't know well carlos i'll give you my two cents on it, then i'll let dr harris but the reality is from your community you're getting hit all the time you're right here's the problem with the hispanics i have a lot of hispanics in my church And what many of them have told me is even when we see racial injustice against black Americans, we want to stand up and say, you know, fight for for black people. We want to stand up and support. But as soon as we stand up from the middle of the pack and raise our hands, that's when they're going to cuff us and take us across the border. Or if if it's not me, if I call attention to myself, it's my family members. And so there's a fear for many Hispanics to get involved publicly just because of their citizenship status and even if it's not their personal status it's the status of their uncle or their aunt and they know if they get on the radar screen publicly uh then they're going to come after them so that's my two cents what do you think dr harris well i agree i think that uh i i think the uh, the attack on African Americans is a little bit different than the attack on Hispanics, but basically both groups are getting are getting uh, attacked in different in different ways. Uh, it's the same with uh, 
um, Arabs. Uh, you know, the idea that all Arabs are are Islamics. Yeah. You know, terrorists. Uh, you know, hey, Doctor uh, Harris, that's obviously not true. I've got to jump in here. Sorry, Carlos. I've got this break, but as soon as I get back, we'll land this plane. It's the song of the redeemed rising from the African plain. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices, as low as $220 per eye, and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by texting FOCUS to 350350. But I'm really busy. A text only takes seconds, and the LASIK procedure typically only takes 15 minutes. And best of all, most patients can get back to work the following day. I had no idea. The LASIK Vision Institute uses the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision. We've performed over 1.3 million procedures. That's experience you can trust for as little as $220 per eye. What's that text again? Text FOCUS to 350350. That's F-O-C-U-S to 350-350 to schedule your free consultation today. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BOOST to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BOOST to 88988. That's B-O-O-S-T to 88988. Christian Academy of Laurel is conducting an open house on Tuesday, March 10th. Christian Academy of Laurel is a Maryland state-approved private school that prides itself on small class sizes and offers classes that range from kindergarten to eighth grade. The Bible says in 2 Peter 3.18, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory, now and forever. Amen. At Christian Academy of Laurel, this verse rings true in all that we do. Education is a partnership between the parents, students, teachers, and faculty. Let Christian Academy of Laurel collaborate with you and provide your child with the best education and peace of mind found in a Christian learning environment. Call 301-490-1076 to reserve your spot for the open house on Tuesday, March 10th. That's 301-490-1076. Call us today. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Will you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. 
Go to Andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And that's me. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Thank you for your support. And before the show is over, I've got to go back to my special guest, Dr. Richard Harris, the author of... Um, uh, Dr. Harris, I can't take any more calls. I'm sorry, Marjorie from Greenbelt and uh, Gina from Bowie and the rest of you, but I need you to give some final closing words in just this last minute uh, with regard to black history and how we build these bridges so that we can actually move forward instead of talking about the same thing over and over and over again. All right. Thank you very much, Dr. Anderson. Uh, good to be here uh, with you. Hey, one thing is we are transitioning uh, into a new website. Uh, you'll appreciate this. It's called harrisspeaks.com. I love okay. it. Wonder, wonder, where I, wonder where I got that idea I from. I love Speaks. it. Yeah, harrisspeaks.com, and what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be taking some of my interracial communication uh, work that I do in that course, that university course, and we're going to be, uh, you know, putting putting some writings and some videos and things like that up Love on it. harrisspeaks.com. Uh, last word on this, I would say uh, let the conversation begin before the crisis sets in, mm-hmm. because this nation, this nation, if we do not change our trajectory, we are heading for a real crisis, mm. and uh, we've got to sit down at that table, and we've got to let that conversation begin before the crisis sets in, because once it sets in, it's going to be too late. Mm. But we can do it, and I believe that God wants us to do it. Well, thank you for your voice on this and for working to bridge, uh, to build bridges and not to burn crosses. I know that is a sordid history from the past, but I'm glad it's in the past, and thank you for turning what was evil into something now that is good for the glory of God. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we uh, go, we just pray that your spirit goes with us. Be with uh, uh, Dr. Harris as he works so hard to build those bridges where he is and continue to use great people, whether white, black, Asian, Hispanic, male or female, to build the bridges that are so necessary in order to bring you glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And don't let them fall by the side of the road And teach them to love one another That have